Hello and welcome to the What's On at Cineworld podcast. I'm Ollie Davis. And I'm Dan Layton. So we were just having a discussion. Cineworld. 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 I say Cineworld. I say Cineworld. We're saying the same thing. We we agree. Others in the room, incorrectly, argue it's Cineworld. Someone in the room right now who can hear us thinks it's Cineworld. Cineworld. Someone in the room right now Cineworld? who needs to reevaluate many decisions <laughs> considers it to be Cineworld. And actually, I will say, in their defence, not the only one. Some other people pronounce it Cineworld. Well, we're accepting of everyone here. We're generous. Yeah. yeah. Shall we uh, see what people thought of our video last week? The yeah. comments on who will be the villain in the Batman 2? Mm. Because we're never content with just stuff that comes out. Always like to go one step ahead. The Batman isn't even in cinemas when this video was put out. And we're already like, but what's happening next? Listen, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. So, you know. Is this, did you read this off an Instagram post earlier today? It's a drag race. What what was that? That's a drag race thing. thing, What? They teach me everything. Yeah. I am surprised. That's that's a a title for RuPaul. Drags everywhere. I'm surprised it hasn't reached saturation point yet. This is the thing. It remains subversive. It always will be. Because at the end of the day, you put on a load of makeup or in a wig. It's a bit camp. It's a bit, you know. There are about three separate RuPaul series going on at any one time. My lady partner went to a Drag King show on Sunday night. And then we flipped on the TV and it was a a feature on a drag show. Mm. Drag is is the moment. It is the world. It is everything. I love. I like my media pre-recorded and on big screens at the (laughs) cinema. (laughs) Nothing live, ever. Nothing. It's, it's not, it changes too much. Yeah, it, it's, you need the comfort of knowing it's, it's already been decided. You know, what's happening is going to happen. You can't go back and, like, re-watch the bits. Yeah, you can't edit something in a film. I would argue with theatre students at university all the time. Really? Why they had the inferior medium. Oh my gosh. So my degree, uh, well, it was in, I, I started doing film, TV and drama. Mm-hmm. That was my three. And then the drama course was rubbish, so I dropped it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that's proof. I ended up doing more acting in the film thing than I did in the entire drama degree. So Because it's the superior medium. Well, you didn't, not from my lips. Uh, Joe Binley says on last week's video, would love to see Hugo Strange as a villain for the sequel. Someone we haven't actually had in, in cinema yet. Mm. I'm not as au fait with the DC villains mm-hmm. as... I'm not really a comic book person. Sure. I, I love the movies and I... I'm very intimidated by the sheer amount of comic book people, much like you are by the amount of drag queens that are out there in the world at the moment. Please, could you walk me through Hugo Strange? Hugo, well, now you put me on the spot. He's a bald guy with oh. a big beard. And he, he he's just like a your stereotypical mad scientist. Mm. But now I'm saying it out loud, you've got a lot of those in Batman with a lot more distinctive hooks mm. you know because what is miss dr freeze if not a mad scientist well that's true with that added the, element of being very cold he, so at least someone's doing something about climate change you know i would say that we can't really complain about oh we've got a lot of those when we're on you know the sixth batman movie <laughs> in your lifetime so if they can do something interesting with the idea of hugo strange then crack on well anyone can Make a character great. Just yeah. needs a fresh take, update it, a yeah. great performance. Yeah, and, and, and we've seen <clears> the Joker a million times, but it doesn't mean that, you know, Heath Ledger's was different from Walking Thing. Mm. Two Oscars for the same comic book. I thought you were going to say Jared Leto there. He was also there. Yeah. He, he did it, didn't he? Yeah. He had a take. Yeah. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Hugo Strange would be great, but depends on the performance. And I think you'd need to find an angle 
to differentiate him from mm. all the other mad scientists who are a bit more colourful. Uh, Jaegerist says, Court of Owls have earned their spot in the big screen, but I also think it's something you have to tease over two movies and pay off in movie three. So we're looking for Batman 3. Yes. Already. I Listen, I like this vision. I like this looking forward and, and you know, you've got a clear idea of the future of the world and I'm into it. I respect mm. it. Yeah. Are you aware of Court of Owls? No. So, well, I would say they are the best, most recent addition to Batman okay. mythology. And because it only came about in like 2012, mm -hmm. really, from a writer called Scott Snyder. And he built this mythology seamlessly into Batman, which is crazy to do because you've got like 70 years of yeah. continuity there. And he's able like, to add something new is quite impressive. Oh, by the way, all that time, there's this super secret, like old aristocratic family. Oh, dominating Gotham. I love that. And they have these sort of eternal hitmen called Talons. Oh my because god. Because the owls are the predators of bats. Are they? Mm. Oh, that's clever. Okay, yes. And that will tie into the idea then you have to, you know, you can't just go, oh, by the way, you need to set up that. I mean, arguably, you could use the, the established, you know, cultural knowledge of Batman to... Cause, because the thing about this new Batman, according to a lot of the reviews, is it just plonks you right in there mm. you know there's no like oh we need to let you know about thomas and martha wayne and that's why i enjoyed about spider-man homecoming was yeah, yeah. never bothered with you know letting us know about that you know backstory so maybe maybe they could just you know be like p.s here's what runs the show i've got to say this to uh black horn and lynx who's commented ollie's hair looks fantastic oh well chef's kiss you Can know, i tell you this about this audience they are thirsty they are they really are last week's video about three of the comments were just saying how great you looked. And I don't try. So can you, can you imagine what would happen if I put in some effort? Actually, before we started recording this podcast bit, you were very much like, well, I'm glad the background's this colour now because it yeah. makes my hair pop. So yeah, I, sure. Sure you don't try. I'm trying to pretend I don't. Yeah. The it's the, all I think about every week. And I scour the comments for compliments. Shall we get into the main show? I would Batman love it if reviews, we got into the main show, actually. And then we'll dive back into the comments in the outro. Okay. Hey, here's us. Enjoy us. I'm Batman. The Batman is out today in 4DX, oh, in Super Screen, quite. in Screen X, well. and what I'm seeing it in, in just three days' time okay. at the Leicester Square Cinema. Oh, hold on. IMAX. That's the one. It's the biggest one. Do you have a fave seat in the IMAX? Well, it's as central as I can make it. Okay, yeah. strong. You? See, I, quite, I like the aisle for everybody else's purposes because I have a bladder the size of a pea. However, um, also, if you sit in the aisle, you can sort of, sort of just... Ah. Stretching. And let it wash over you. And I like to let it wash over me. You're seeing the Batman today, tomorrow? Tomorrow I will be going in IMAX. I'll be going in the big boy screen because I need it. I need <laughs> it. So I'll be there with a with a, a cape. I'll put a cape on. You're going to cosplay? No, just I'm cold. Yes, okay. It's just a new thing you're wearing. Yeah, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to bring capes back. And a cowl. And that, that's not a Batman thing. No, no, no. It's entirely mine. Yeah. Just a cowl and a cape. It's all skincare. There's a serum inside to it. To see the Batman. Yeah. 
unrelated. <laughs> well, you should go. And not only that, you should get an unlimited card. I'm seeing Batman on Sunday. You're seeing Batman tomorrow. But that's not the only time we're going to see Batman. We're probably going to see Batman upwards of several times. Several times. And the most cost-effective way to do that is with a Cineworld card. And there is a huge special offer that expires this Sunday. So you're going to want to sign up for it before then. It's a special Batman offer because if you sign up using the code BATMAN50, you will get 50% off your first month. And if you sign up with the code BATMAN10, you'll get 10% off the whole annual membership. That's massive. That is, as deals go, I would say that is Batman-sized. So get your Cineworld Unlimited card now. Mine's in my pocket and my coat over there. So shall we talk about the reviews? If you'd like to. The reviews have come out for you Batman. You don't seem particularly excited about it. They're pretty strong. Yeah, they are. They're a lot across the board. Tens across the board. There are a lot of people saying that this is not just the best Batman movie mm. of all time. You know, which is quite high praise considering high praise. Batman and Robin. I was going to say George Clooney and his lovely bat nipples. And the card. Yeah. Oh, now that's a card. There's that. But maybe even the best superhero movie, Common General. One of my favourite uh, reviews that I saw was uh, something that I would have written at film school, which it suggests that it, it picks apart the genre and, and plays with the whole, the very idea, the foundations of what the superhero movie is. And we've spoken about this, well, you weren't here, but we've spoken about this, Luke and I, a lot about, you know, fatigue, superheroes, whether it be like Doctor Strange and how many people they're going to try and cram in at one go. You can, you can get a bit like, oh, that's a lot. And we've seen, you know, 26 Batman movie this past five weeks and all that stuff. The idea that this Batman movie is a game changer, is something fresh, is something entirely new, is delicious to me. I'm ready. I want it. I want it now. Tell me what people are saying, please. Well, th this is the sixth live-action theatrical mm. Batman I've had in my lifetime. What was your first? Well, just just from the amount of time I've been alive. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to count mine. Uh, so, well, the first one would be Michael Keaton. What year was that? 1989. Oh. I, I have five. You've only got five. You little baby. <laughs> so it's, I've always wanted a particular kind of Batman. Yeah. And that my Batman is Detective Batman. Of the comics, I read I was going to say, why, why is that? Is that because this is your, like, this is what you were drawn to? The well, style? It's, it's just like, the, yeah, the Batman animated series yeah. was my first real experience of Batman. Mm. So I like that noirish element to oh, it. Yeah. The more detective side of things. Well, DC, Detective Comics. That's what it stands for. There it is. And as you said, this is apparently a deconstruction of not just the superhero genre, but the noir genre as well, yeah. with all the tropes that are included. Mm. Oh my word. And listen to this review from uh, Cinema Debate. The Batman is immersed in dark undertones, not unlike Batman the Animated Series. Well, that's literally written for... Paper. It's, it's that's literally written for you, isn't it? That's that's one where they've gone, what does Ollie want? I'm going to give it to him. I'm going to tell him. Do you want to hear my other favourite Please. Review? My other favourite review Do this one is... in the Batman voice. Oh yeah, because I said it to you earlier. Mm. If Dark Knight is Batman's heat, this is Batman's seven. It was unsettling when you first said it like that, and it's unsettling to me now. But I like the review. Yeah. yeah. Some Groucho reviews. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm a massive Fincher fan, so I love mm. all of that kind of seven Zodiac extravaganza anything that's going to play with that but with these like with these characters that you've seen a million times in a different way well paul dano his riddler mm -hmm. character that is sort of meant to be like a zodiac style killer yeah. i've heard because anybody who does a wait he's playing ted cruz 
<laughs> Anyone who plays a Superman villain these days, yeah. after Heath Ledger's Joker, I think like people look at that as a potential Oscar nomination. Well, it's role. the yardstick, isn't it? Yeah. Like that's something that was like that performance was so good and so iconic that it inspired you know a million cosplays and a million people you know just whacking up a camera and giving it some. If you're gonna if you're gonna take on a role like this. You need to really go for it, mm. and so the idea that he's he's playing this character in a way that is, and the the, the only other Riddler that we have in our attention is Jim Carrey's Riddler, well, which is that. a great Riddler. I'm a big fan of that in movie. A different end of the scale, though. I was about I think six when that movie came out, so I had it on VHS, and I was a big fan. I enjoy Jim Carrey's Riddler, and like he's doing his Jim Carrey thing. The idea that this is taking something that I think of often, <laughs> I don't think about, but you know what I mean. That is very present in my mind. And doing something polar opposite, allowing me to experience this camera, com camera, this character completely from a different angle, is very exciting. Same with all, all Colin Farrell, Colin Farrell, unrecognisable as the Penguin. Mm. Um, just to read a review of Dano's performance, please. This is from Comic Book Movie. His work here is every bit as transformative and groundbreaking as what we saw from Wacken Phoenix in Joker. And Digital Spy says Paul Dano makes the Riddler as terrifying as he is magnetic. It's a performance every bit as good as Heath Ledger's in The Dark Knight, and it will haunt your nightmares. Yeah, I, I mean, from the thing, from the reviews that I have read in full, he's really doing something quite insidious with this. Oh. Like it's something that's going to be in from the first line. It's chilling, and I think that it, it's interesting that it's this. I think it's the same certificate as Joker, if I'm not wrong. Um, BBFC, you know, they like to say who can go and see movies. The idea that it's playing with those same kind of tropes of like, you know, the the sort of ignored by society or whatever and doing it in a really thoughtful and nuanced way is quite interesting. Yeah, I'm keen. I'm keen to see it five or six times, <laughs> even though it's three hours long. If it's this good, I'll give you as many repeat viewings as you like. Well, the runtime, you know, is quite intimidating. Hefty. But the reviews also say, oh yeah, by the way, that three hour runtime, it actually flies by. Oh my gosh. So I've and seen, the I've film seen, needs it. Yeah, I've seen movies that are like 90 minutes long, which <laughs> I think is the prime amount. But they feel like they're about three years long. So if you're going to... Whereas like Endgame, for instance, is the, is the most recent mm. three-hour movie that I didn't notice happen. What if you're comparing this against something like Zodiac, mm. which is about two and a half, two mm. hours, 45 minutes long. Mm. That is just like a police procedural that's find the killer. Yeah. We never find the killer and it's super frustrating. But doesn't that make it more meaningful? That's what this film is, apparently. Yeah, and I think and that's that what I want from a superhero movie. It, this if, is if so you're different from sustain it the whole way through. Be as long as you want. Yeah, go on. A day, four hours. Try me. <laughs> Do you think uh, we might see a Batman versus Joker? This Batman against Wacken Phoenix's Joker. <sighs> I don't think they exist in. You'd have to open up some kind of multiverse device. And I don't think when Matt Reeves never has stopped built, us before. When Matt Reeves has built this and sold the whole thing on the super grounded version of Batman, mm. I don't think uh, an old uh, boombox from Dark Side's <laughs> Realm of Apocalypse fits. <laughs>There are plenty more reviews collated over at the Cineworld blog. The link is in the video description below, so go and check those out over there. While we throw to Olivia Turberg, who's interviewing Paul Dano and Jeffrey Wright. Get into that. Got both of them. Without 
giving away any spoilers, obviously. Um, one of you is kind of playing a police officer and one of you is playing a villain. But I was just wondering if you thought there were any similarities between your characters. Similarities between uh, your villainous Riddler and my... Wow. Well, that's interesting. That's interesting because the first conversation (laughs) Matt and I had were about hero and villain and the two sides of trauma. And I I don't know that it was in relationship to to our friend Gordon here. But um, I do think that your question is is a, a line that Matt Reeves was interested in in the writing and sort of you know rather than it being just super black and white let's protect the status quo and it's kind of easy you know there's heroes and there's villains i think there's something more complicated at work potentially just in sort of the way that batman is challenged by what the villain this film is is doing or who he's going after at least um so i i like your question and i i certainly the relationship of that to the Batman is something I thought a lot about while making it. I've not thought about it in relationship to Gordon. What do you think? Yeah, I, th- I think that um, if you look at Gordon in kind of the some of the later, uh, more contemporary comics, there's an exploration of the of the private life versus the public that I find really uh, interesting and speaks to in some ways in the opposite of the kind of villainous arc where the villain is acting on the trauma and as well our hero too but in this case Paul the Riddler is is driven by trauma and I do wonder if if within Gordon as with many cops who uh, takes in trauma um, every day and practically on some level i do wonder what that does to the individual they seem like nice people i like them yeah i'd have them around for dinner not in the sort of crazy psychotic riddler style but it could be a themed dinner mm. jeffrey wright's voice though oh yeah oh my god you just look at him and he's like you know you know some stuff soothe me you, yeah <laughs> He speaks in jazz. (laughs) Yes, he does speak in jazz. So the Batman was the hot topic of conversation at Cineworld Day last Saturday. Cineworld Day. I went down there Mm -hmm. with producer Rich and we accosted people on Cineworld Day to say, hey, what's it like being back at the cinema? Hey, what have you missed in the cinema? Hey, isn't IMAX amazing? You were live reporting in the field. I was the Vox Pop. Love, did you have a little vest on? No. That's a shame. And we asked, hey, what movie are you most excited about? And they all said, the Batman. The Batman. Because it's like the main trailer at the front of it is the Spider-Man, moment. which yeah. is what they watched. Um, it was the Cineworld Day was the most admissions ever. That's huge. Cineworld have had 650,000 tickets. Oh my God. That's like 1% of the population. That's right, basically, this at this point, that's like Wembley times six and a bit. Mm. Seven. I hope it becomes a regular thing because I, I think, you know, do that every year and it's like, 
a day for everyone to celebrate going to the cinema. Yeah, and I mean, the, the thing about going to the movies that we, it makes it different from watching stuff at home is that it is that communal experience you get to share with loads of people, you get all the thrills and spills. Anything that makes people come out in their droves to just experience the joy of going to the pictures is a wonderful thing. And I'm ecstatic that so many people came out. And here am I oh. talking to... Actually, it's bad form to introduce yourself. Okay, shall I do So it? you should introduce me on location. Here is a remarkable piece of reportage from our very own Ollie Davis. I'm Ollie Davis and I'm in Cineworld on Cineworld Day. Let's see what people have to say. So is this your first time back in the cinema after lockdown? Uh, yeah, really, yeah, after two years, uh, holding up the kids for a long time, so, yeah. and uh, we got Spider-Man, and my kid is a, a big Spider-Man fan, so we thought, why not uh, try the IMAX as well, and it was a cinema world day, everything was perfect. Is this your first time back at the cinema? It is, it's the first time, it's amazing, absolutely amazing. And how did you find it, being back in the cinema after lockdown? Well, going to IMAX there, it's the first time I've been to IMAX and watch um, like a blockbuster like Spider-Man was just incredible. 4DX, how was it? It was actually really good. I really liked the like the movements and the wind and everything, yeah. yeah we've, never been to, we've never been to 4D before, so like, it was the first time. So is this your first time going back to the cinema since lockdown? It is the first time and first time for us in 4DX as well. Never been 4DX before. How did you find the seats moving? Funny. <laughs> and what about the water squirting out on you? Uh, funny too. It's funny too, isn't it? You wasn't scared? No, I'm not scared. You saw Spider-Man in IMAX. How was IMAX compared to usual? To be honest with you, I thought it was excellent to finally be back in a cinema. And when I was watching it, I literally thought to myself, this is why we go to the cinema, actually. IMAX, I honestly had this amazing experience where I thought, wow, the screen is huge. How did you find 4DX? Um, well, the effects were, yeah, they're amazing. Um, you know, it's like you're actually uh, within the film itself. So yeah, it was a great experience. You saw Spider-Man on IMAX. How was the bigger screen? Um, well, I didn't expect it was going to be that big. In there, I mean, we've never been to this particular one and the screen was massive and that was like fantastic. Did you like the the size of the IMAX screen? Yes, it was amazing. Yeah, it was the first time for the kids uh, on an IMAX screen, so uh, they enjoyed it, yeah. Which trailers did you like the look of? Uh, Batman, that's coming up. Uh, that looks unbelievable. I think it's gonna be quite an unreal movie. Hopefully I can go there next week. Batman, but it looked a bit scary, didn't it? Sonic. Batman, I'm sure, when it comes out. Yeah, it's Batman for sure. Next week, how big would you say the IMAX screen is compared to a page of A4 paper? Hmm, at least double. What have you missed about going to the cinema? Um, I think it's the whole kind of uh, interactive experience, I suppose, as such. You know, it's, uh, you know you've, you've also got the um, other people's uh, reactions as well. So when you're watching it on your own, it's a completely different experience to actually watching it in the cinema. For me, watching the kids, their reactions as well. And um, it's nice to have that feeling of being in the cinema and everybody enjoying the moment together. So yeah, it was, it was nice. So 
those were people that just come out of the IMAX screening mm -hmm. or the 4DX screening of Spider-Man No Way Home. What I love about, again, another thing about this idea of Cinema World Day and, and getting people to the movies is that you get the chance to try a format that you mm. maybe been a little bit like, I'm not too sure about that. I'm not too sure. Like, I was a 4DX skeptic because I've got a film degree and I <laughs> like that. And then I went to see a movie in 4DX and I was like, this is... Right. This is delightful fun. I saw actually when when they uh, reopened in the summer, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban in 4DX, Whoa. and it was like watching a movie that I know inside out in a whole new way. So anything that gives you the opportunity to try something a little bit new, try a different format, and see for yourself that actually it really adds to the movie going experience, I'm all for. And why not do it with the Batman to remind you again? IMAX. Goodness. Super Screen. Gracious. Screen X. Great. And 4DX. All the fire. what else is out this week? Cyrano, The Duke and Uncharted are out in cinemas right now. Azar, Dog, Death on the Nile, Sing 2 and Belfast. And also, right now, tickets to Sonic the Hedgehog 2 are on sale. They've literally just gone on sale, so go over there and buy them now in IMAX and 4DX. And we have a special unlimited screening of The Phantom of the Open on Monday the 7th of March. Get your tickets now. And the best way to go and see all of those is with the Cineworld Unlimited card. Remember, the offer expires this Sunday. Use the code BATMAN50 to get 50% off your first month or the code BATMAN10 to get 10% off a whole annual membership. I have been a card carrier since 2010? Ooh, I, I was 2013. When I first yeah. moved to London, it was the first thing I got. Mm. Yeah. So go over there. It is a great way to enjoy movies. Fluffy Udders says... Great name. Yeah, Great username. Strong. Uh, with the Marlon Brando bit at the end. This is the Marlon Brando bit at the end of last week's episode, not the end credits for the, the Batman. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Although, why not? Who knows? Colin Farrell's kind of channeling a bit of Brando. He's not not doing that. That's true. <laughs> uh, I was really expecting the question to be, who mumbles more, Marlon Brando or Vince McMahon? We're having like a mumble Ooh. off, because I, I would say Tom Hardy mumbles a lot. Oh, he does. Yeah, he's, he's been known. Yeah. Except when he was playing me. But, but no, Vince McMahon. Do you think he mumbles? I think Vince is more of a... Incoherent mess. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's true. No, I don't know. I would I would throw into the mumble-off uh, fight Ariana Grande. <laughs> what? Yeah, Ariana Grande. <laughs> that's Ariana Grande. You can't hear a word she says. Ariana Grande is all about the thank you and next. That's who that is. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. She thanks you and then says next. That's kind of she, artistic she, freedom. No tears sing. left to cry. Mm -hmm. But mumbles. So Brando, McMahon, Grande. There's your triple bill. You've just done an Ariana Grande impression, which I'm just going to assume is accurate. <laughs> uh, would you dare to try a Brando? Because I no, did last go week. on, you do Brando. No, no, because I did this last week and everyone... Luke I, made no, everyone I also attention. did a Brando. I tried a couple of weeks ago. I tried to do something with the Godfather and it went so badly. Literally, and it went so wrong. I just jumped into it. You just, you got, you got to not overthink it. You spoke, you spoke over my perfect... I'm sorry, try we'll again. never know. No, try we'll again. never know. <laughs>
Uh, Brian Yerby says, the guy from Shazam could be good Mr. Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> Read that sentence again. The guy from Shazam could be good Mr. Freeze. A good Mr. Freeze, they obviously mean. So Shazam, are you, are you thinking the lead guy? Who, you, you, you're mixing DC. Well, because, yeah, Shazam exists <laughs> in the same universe, yeah. don't you? Well, well, this is true. This is true. DC movie. Uh, I can't remember the actor's name. I thought he was excellent, though, mm. in that film. He is Zachary Levi. 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 Zachary yeah, Zachary Levi. Levi's very good. Oh, unless he means Mark Strong. Oh, Mark Strong. In yeah, which Mark case, Strong would be a great Mr. Freeze. He would be excellent. Yeah, yeah, I'm into that. That can happen. Is he a doctor or is he just Mr.? Mr. Freeze sounds like an ice cream. Yeah, doctor. I Let me just double check his credentials. Dr. Freeze? Also, sometimes I get him confused with Ivan Ooze. Very different person. He is Mr. Freeze, but he's Dr. Victor Fries. Okay, so I feel yeah. like he's doing himself down there. No, well, I mean, he's I've got a PhD. Gone... Yeah, but he's he, but he's not got a PhD in in you know freezing things. And he and he's someone because he has the PhD. He's got the doctorate already. He knows the value of the doctor, and he's not going to claim it on something he doesn't have the doctorate mm. in, is he? It's that weird villain's moral code. They've isn't got. It? They've, you know, I always say the villains are the ones who make the most sense. Uh, who it's me says thanks for spoiling the fact Batman survived. Because I guess we're talking about a Batman too. That what? Well, well, who knows? <laughs> he put on. He wasn't Batman until he put on the mask. Yeah, it could be. You know, in the comics, Damien, his son, takes the mantle. Could be Robert. Robin yeah, comes. Yeah, Nightwing takes it. Yeah. Uh, Brad, wow! I didn't know Luke had the authority to kick people out of the country. Yeah. But I'm with you. Luke Sonic Two is going to be great. He did do that, uh, and I did take time to think about what I've done, um, and you know, here we are. Uh, just no yes says I miss Dan, oh. aka the sexy version of Adam, because you've got the same. We both harem. have blonde hair. Not my words. <laughs> I will take them. Uh, Brian Yerby says it can be done. Cryogenics is real. Yeah. About Mr. Freeze. Yeah. And Drum Island says Ollie is back. There you oh, are. Oh yeah. Just who we just end on a end on a great on a high and end on a high bit there. Uh, if you want to end on a high, you could try that Brando again. You can come to me on the damn my dad is running. Never mind. <laughs> Just sort of a minute of silence at the end of this podcast to think about what you've done. I've been Dan Layton. Do it again, but use the top of your chest. Oh, there's a great suggestion. The top Choose of what do you mean the top of my chest? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this Get a is bit great. more gravelly. Who <sighs> come to me on the day? Like, no, that's worse. It's, well, I don't know. Is that better? I, it was something. I've been Ollie Davis. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I said my name already. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Is that is that going to be the new podcast tagline? There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we did that, didn't we? See you next week. Enjoy but the Batman. Let us know what you, you think in the comments. Nobody, Aye, shut up, Dan. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>